This is Neil from Grassroots Security, and thanks for listening. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. Speaking of weekend, Carrie, the weekend, especially Sunday, was sunny and dry, with a temperature of around 15 degrees Celsius or 59 degrees Fahrenheit. It really felt like spring. Apart from you sounding like a weatherman, there was dust involved. Now, Carrie, this is a wholesome show. Get your mind off the gutter. I was talking about the Saharan dust that hit Europe this weekend. As the wind was blowing from Africa, it was blowing some warm wind, but also resulting in poorer air quality. Oh, I didn't know that. I knew you were useful for something. As usual with the disclaimer, the opinions here are my own, and relying on any information from this podcast is at your own risk. Now on with the show. During the weekend, I was thinking of different things that users could do to protect themselves against malicious cyber threats like ransomware. And I think we'll tackle one of them today. So what did you come up with? One of the best ways I've found to protect users and organizations from accessing malicious sites is through using a domain name system or DNS server that prevents users from resolving those names. As a background, think of DNS as your phone book or address book. Let's say you want to go to your closest grocery store. You look for the name of your grocery store and find the address of that grocery. Let's call this process the phone book lookup. You then use the best mode of transportation like your car to go there. It's the same with DNS. You use a website name like google.com and it provides you an address called an internet protocol or IP address. We call this process the DNS lookup. With this IP address, you can then use your mode of transportation, like your web browser, to go there. So what if your phone book or address book does not show you to certain locations that are considered dangerous? For example, let us say there is a shop that sells explosives. Typically, you will not see the shop address listed in the phone book. This is how a DNS server that restricts malicious names works. It prevents the dangerous name from resolving when you do a DNS lookup. So if you try to access a malicious website name, it will not give you an IP address, so your web browser will not go there. This is a more proactive approach to protection. Compare that to an antivirus software, which would help protect your computer if a malicious software tries to install itself after you visited a malicious site. That approach is more reactive than preventing you from visiting the site. Since you did not go to the malicious site, you were prevented from being exposed to the site in the first place. Exactement. Don't you start going French on me. I speak more languages than you. D'accord, Carrie, d'accord. Now moving on. Hey, that's my line. You snooze, you lose. Okay, okay, go on. Are there publicly available DNS servers that anyone can use? For those interested, I'll list down some of the publicly available DNS servers that have some form of security protection. The list is not going to be complete and will only include sites that I understand to have some form of security filtering. Please note that I'm not including those that have other types of filtering, like blocking of adult sites, as that is not the scope of this episode. But I included a provider site in case you want to take a look at the other offerings. Please note, that I am not affiliated with these DNS providers. The following are just listed in alphabetical order 
and only if their security filtering is free. Please do your own research and do not just choose the first one. The first one is AdGuard DNS, which is a free privacy-oriented DNS resolution system that blocks tracking, ads, and phishing. The company itself has existed since 2009. The second one is Clean Browsing, which is a company that was started with the mission of providing kids a safe way to be safe online. The company was founded by Daniel Sid and Tony Perez. An interesting side note is that Daniel developed OSEC, which was a free host intrusion detection system before it got acquired by Trend Micro. The third one is Cloudflare. Note that their default 1.1.1 does not do filtering, which is why I would recommend 1.1.1.2. It is also one of the largest and fastest networks. Fourth is Newstar. VeriSign transferred its public DNS to Newstar back in 2020. And fifth and last, but certainly not the least, is the Swiss-based Quad9, which does not log your DNS requests and meets GDPR requirements. They used to be headquartered in California, though, before changing their headquarters to Switzerland. Links to these DNS providers are found in my blog, or if you just do an internet search. Since we are talking about domain name systems, the nonprofit organization Center for Internet Security, or CIS, in partnership with Akamai, is offering the malicious domain blocking and reporting or MDBR service at no cost to all public and private U.S. hospitals and related healthcare organizations. It operates similarly to the publicly available DNS service that I mentioned earlier, wherein each DNS lookup will be compared to a list of known and suspected malicious domains, and attempts to access those domains will be blocked. Is there a difference? Yes, there is. The DNS lookups will be logged. The logged data would be provided by Akamai to CISS Security Operations Center or SOC. The SOC will then use this data to perform detailed analysis and aggregate reporting for the benefit of the hospital community, as well as organization-specific reporting and intelligence services. And if circumstances require, remediation assistance is provided for each organization that implements the service. I believe this is a great service for U.S. hospitals that have limited resources to protect against cyber threats. Yes, some hospitals are better funded than others, but remember that healthcare in the U.S. is expensive for a reason. And one of the reasons is due to the cost of delivering that healthcare, along with that number of indirect costs, like medical liability costs, which cost healthcare an estimated annual cost of around $55.6 billion in 2008 dollars. And that's it. I hope this has been useful. Till then, Slan Kafal. Pa Alam. Carrie, you need to brush up on your Filipino. Take care and keep safe.